Hey guys, today I was able to sit down with one of my best friends. Her name is Sydney. I have known her since I was born. Our moms were best friends in high school, and she's about a year and a half older than me, and I've honestly known her since birth. So she's basically a sister to me, and I love being able to sit down with her and talk to her about what's most important to her in her life and being able to see how she's grown um because we've all grown up together but it's just cool to see how our lives have gone different ways but we're still able to be close to one another and how our lives can change but we still have the time to spend together so i hope you guys enjoy this podcast okay i'm sitting down with sydney i'm gonna have her introduce herself hi guys my name's sydney um i'm 24 and i'm from las vegas or Henderson, which is like right outside of Las Vegas, but no one knows Henderson. <laughs> um, I'm a photographer. I do weddings and families, and I have a husband named Caleb. We are high school sweethearts. We met in high school and got married in 2015. 16. 16. <laughs> you know my wedding date better than I do. I wasn't there. <laughs> and then we had a baby last year on Thanksgiving. And, yeah, that's basically my story. My husband's going to school right now for something in the medical field. Not really sure exactly what. And, yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> um, okay, Sydney, describe yourself in three words. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind. Yes. Um... Consider it, even though I feel like that goes with kind. <laughs> I feel like I'm a people person, so uh-huh. I just get along well with other people. So yeah. I don't know. Does that count as yes, people? Yes, yeah, we count it. We count it. Um, what is your favorite or most used emoji? The laughing face, even though it's not necessarily my favorite, but it's the most one I use. Like the laughing crying, or yeah, laughing okay. crying. I should go into my phone really quick and check. Let's see. Yep, it's a laughing face <laughs> and a red heart. <laughs> Cute. Um, what are do you have any like life models that you live by or favorite statements? Um, not necessarily that I can think of. I that's don't fine. know. <laughs> Is that okay? No, that's totally fine. No, Sydney, that's not okay. You can leave. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. Um, Sid, do you want to share your story of why I asked you to be on this podcast? So, Caitlin asked me to be on this podcast because I have a baby, obviously, like I talked about. But the, like, getting me to have a baby wasn't, like, something I, like, had in mind for a long time, or at least I thought I wanted to do for a long time. I thought I wanted to travel and all of that stuff that all 23-year-olds want to do, even though they have no money to do it. (laughs) I thought I wanted to travel and just enjoy my marriage and have fun. And I didn't think necessarily that a baby would ruin that or take away from that. But I thought that, I don't know, I guess I was just like not in the mindset that I wanted to have a baby for a long time. I always said I would wait until I was like 27 didn't have a baby, but I feel like Heavenly Father had another plan for me. So I was in the temple one day, and it just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks that I needed to have a baby, and I didn't really know why, and I kind of just, like, ignored it because, like I said, I didn't want to have a baby. 
And then a week later, we went back, and I hadn't even told my husband yet. And we went back, and then I got the feeling again, and then we were driving home. And then I just turned around, and I start bawling. And I'm like, I don't know why I have this feeling, but I feel like we need to have a baby. And I just didn't know why, and I didn't want to, and I was so scared. And he was really open-minded about it, and he said, well, let's just pray about it and continue going to the temple, and whatever's meant to happen will happen. And so then I said, okay, I agreed with him. And then we went again. I just kept getting that feeling. And so then we planned to start trying to have a baby, but I was too scared to try because <laughs> it freaked me out. And so, and, all right, okay, we'll just try but not prevent. And then within, like, one month, we got pregnant. And I just feel like it was definitely, like, Heavenly Father's plan for us. And it's funny how Heavenly Father's plan is so different than what you think your plan is because I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life and I just couldn't imagine my life any different. So that's kind of the gist of it. <laughs> oh, um, thank you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. such a cute story. And Finn is the cutest kid. When I like post a picture, it'll be up to me and Finn. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> he's crazy, but I love him. <laughs> he's so fun. Yeah, he's a cutie. And I'm biased, but I do think he's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You can be biased. Um, Sid, I liked how your story, that it took you multiple times to accept, like, the will of the Lord. And how, like, you had to go to the temple three times and, like, receive the prompting three times yeah. for you to actually accept it and, like, acknowledge it. Yeah, it wasn't easy to accept. It was so different than what I had planned for myself. Mm-hmm. And scary. <laughs> yeah. What made you think, or, like, why, why, what ended up having you be so willing to, ex- I guess, acknowledge the prompting? Well, it just, like, I couldn't shake the feeling. Like, I just knew it, that that's how it was, like, meant to be. So I felt like if I didn't do it, I'd almost be going against, like, what I'm supposed to be doing. Because I just knew with, like, every fiber in my body that I had to. Like, that just was what was going on, what had to be. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so based off of that experience, um, like, how did you choose to stay, I guess, like, positive or happy because messing up your plan doesn't always like help you be happy I know some people that like they have to do things and they're not happy about it but how did you I don't know if my question's making sense no it makes sense um well I feel like Caleb definitely helped because he is so like open-minded and just like willing to go with like whatever like Heavenly Father says, basically, you know, like, <laughs> maybe I'm more, like, hard-headed. But, no, he was really open-minded and supportive about it. And, I don't know, I guess it's just, it was scary, but as soon as we got the positive pregnancy test, I was just, like, so happy. Like, I couldn't have imagined even getting a negative test, yeah. you know? It was just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you define happiness? then true happiness yeah oh that's a hard question (laughs) well I feel like joy is different than happiness too like joy is like that state of being happy you know so I feel like joy and happiness like happiness you have to have happiness 
to be joyful, and joyful has always been happy. So I'd kind of just say something like that. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like joy and happiness go hand in hand, and it's just... They're both dependent on each other. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, What in life makes you happy? My family does, number one. Um, my photography, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Traveling makes me happy, but I feel like it doesn't make me as happy as I thought I needed to travel. You know, like, okay. you always hear about everyone's traveling. Yeah. You see on Instagram, people are going cool places. So, like, traveling and seeing new things makes me happy. But I feel like, back to the joy thing, like, my family is what really brings me joy. Okay. Interesting. Um, How did you figure that out? Like, what made you realize that traveling didn't make you as happy as you thought it would? I don't know. Like I said, it's not that it doesn't make me happy because it does make me happy. But I feel like just knowing, like, that family is number one and putting that as a priority is, I don't know, just being with your family. There's nothing better than being with your family, no matter where you are, even if you're just at home on the couch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers your question. No. That's cool. Um, in like deciding to become pregnant and like even also starting your own photography business, because I know there's kind of a saturated market right now. How did you choose to stay happy? And like, what did you do to stay happy? Stay happy like with my photography? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of a question I'm like growing as I'm talking, (laughs) but I guess like, in your pregnancy process, you said, like, Caleb was the one that, like, helped you stay positive and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then when starting your own photography business, how did you choose to stay happy and choose to stay positive? Well, like you said, it is hard at the saturated market. There's so many photographers out there. I feel like I got lucky because I started it, like, five years ago. So I kind of avoided the, like, everyone started doing it. And I think it depends on where you are, too. But as far as, like, trying to stay happy and positive, I feel like just not comparing yourself to other photographers because everyone brings something different to the Mm -hmm. table. Everyone has different styles. And as far as, like, clientele goes, your client, if they like your work, they're going to book you regardless of what other people have because they like you specifically. So you just can't compare yourself because comparing, like they say, comparing is the thief of joy or something, Mm -hmm. whatever that saying is. And it's so true. If you compare yourself to other people, then... And you're not going to grow as a person. And honestly, I don't think you're going to do well if you compare yourself to other people. And you just have to support other people, too, and build each other up as a community rather than tear each other down. Have you seen good examples of building each other up as yeah. a community? I feel like the girl I second shoot for is really good about that. I second shoot for her, and I do my own weddings as well. But she's really supportive and, like, shows me, like, so many different things that, like, I never, like, knew myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she is, like, always trying to help other photographers and she, like, mentors. And she's just a really good example and she's a really good person. That's cool. Because I feel like a lot of times you could be like, no, this is my secret. I don't want to share it to the world because then everyone will know about yeah. it. And they'll steal my clientele or whatever. But I think that's big of her to share her knowledge with others. Yeah, and it goes back to the same thing. Like, you can share other things because everyone is going to be a little different and everyone is going to like your little differentness mm-hmm. as far as your style or your personality of who you are. 
I don't know, just like I said, everyone brings something different to the table, so don't compare yourself to other people because it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we all need a little bit more support in this world. For sure. <laughs> um, there was a quote I saw, I think, I don't know, I had something to do with Trump's election, obviously. Always does. And, um, someone had said, like, if we get mad at other people, like, tearing down women, like, we can't tear down, like, presidents or celebrities. Like, it's the same across no matter what, because they're always people. Yeah. And so, like, we can't say bad things about someone and then get mad at someone else for saying bad things about our friend. Yeah, it's true. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it's like, whoa. Kind of takes you aback. You're like, maybe I should really check myself. Yeah. What I'm saying, because I think the world today likes to tear down more than build up. Oh, for sure. But that's good that you found yourself in a community where you can build each other up. Yeah, that's not. a good community. That's awesome. Um, what do you turn to in hard times in your life? I feel like my husband, Caleb. He's my number one. <laughs> He's my rock. So he's always there for me. And turning to prayer, too, is important mm -hmm. because, like I said earlier, Heavenly Father knows your plan better than you know your plan. And I guess turning to what's important, too, in life, rather than thinking of, like, the small picture, think of really the big picture and mm -hmm. what's going to be the outcome and... I guess the domino effect almost mm -hmm. of your decisions and how it's going to affect you and also your loved ones around you. So, um, so I'm assuming for you that like the big picture is your family. Yeah. And did having a kid kind of bring that big picture into a clear image for you or? Oh, for sure. It showed me like what's number one in my. Like, yeah. your podcast is about, it's all about being happy and <laughs> choosing happiness. And I feel like that was what truly brought my happiness. Yeah. Um, do you have a biggest influence of happiness? Ben, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, he's always happy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he just does not cry. <laughs> I know, he's such a good boy. He's crazy, though, like I said. <laughs> What's the craziest thing Ben's ever done? Or so weird. <laughs> he loves to clean. Like, what baby loves to clean? <laughs> That's just funny. He was, like, pulling around a mop and a broom at the same time. Yeah. he's. It's fun watching, like, the simple things in life that are, like, that can make you happy. Like, the simple things that make a baby happy should be also the things that make you happy. Like, not saying that cleaning should make you happy because cleaning's not fun. <laughs> But just, like, little things like that that, like, spark your interest. Mm-hmm. Could be anything, really. How did you find those little things? As far as myself, like, mm -hmm. things that make me happy. I guess just experiencing new things and trying new things and being open-minded mm -hmm. to new things. Don't be afraid. Yeah. What are some of those little things that make you... Or, like, experiences, I guess. Now I'm on the spot. <laughs> Maybe we can come back to this question. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, I guess this next question kind of has to do with that. Like, how do you actively choose to be happy and pursue happiness, like, each and every day? 
I feel like just being a positive influence around you. Also, I mean, everyone wants to do things that they don't enjoy, but I feel like it's really important to do things that you enjoy each and mm -hmm. every day, even if it's just like just taking 10 minutes for yourself or I really love to exercise. So I feel like just taking even 30 minutes to exercise really will like help brighten my mood or mm -hmm. people who love to read books. I feel like take 30 minutes to read a book a little bit. Just taking that time for yourself and not having to like, of course you have to worry about other people, especially when you're a mother and you have a family, but I feel like just taking time for yourself is really important and it's not selfish. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally have a hard time like finding the time to do that. Yeah. Do you have any advice for me and anybody else who listens to this podcast of how to like find the time to do so? I would say, even though it seems hard to find time, you always have time. I mean, think about that time that you might spend like 30 minutes on your phone. Take that 30 minutes and do something else. Or wake up a little earlier. I feel like people say they don't have time, but and it's true, like people do get really busy, but I feel like you can always find 30 minutes for yourself. And like I said, it's not selfish. Mm -hmm. It's good for you and it's good for your family. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I don't know if that was like good advice, but <laughs> it's great advice. <laughs> um I guess like okay, this one's good. I haven't really been able to apply this question to anyone. Oh there's the baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you instruct a child to be happy? I feel like letting them be free mm -hmm. to figure things out. But of course, you're going to protect them from getting hurt and everything. But I say let them be messy and let them get into things. Because, of course, you don't want things to break, but anything's replaceable. Yeah. And I, don't know, I think letting them figure, like, become their own person in the long run will help them really be happy rather than telling them what to do, play this sport, do this, do that. Of course, you want to direct them and help them make good decisions, but I feel like just letting them become their own person rather than molding them into someone. Mm -hmm. And do you think that can be reflective in like adults as well? Yeah, I think so. I think it's hard, like, you know, you see other people around you and you kind of want to mold into those people, but if you take a step back and think about what really makes you happy as a person or what what like, makes you grow as a person. That's most important because you can try to be anyone around you, but you're not being true to yourself at that point. And you're really not going to be happy unless you're true to yourself. Um, I guess lastly, who, who inspires you in life? And this can be like an Instagrammer, an author, a family member, can be anyone. Anyone. Who, I guess, or what inspires you? Hmm. Well, back to my family, I feel like they inspire me to be the best person I can be. But I feel like good examples, like there's a lot of good bloggers out there, like Haley Devine, for example, like everyone knows her. She's a really good example. Ginger Parrish is a good example. There's just a lot of good examples. Like, you can find good people on Instagram. And they're just all positive and happy. Like, 
if you search for good people, you'll find good people because there are a lot more good people in the world than there are bad people, despite of what you hear. It's true. You always tend to hear about the bad ones. I mean, the good ones. But the good ones exist. And really, I feel like 99% of people are good. You just hear about the bad ones that ruin it for the good ones. They're the worst. Yep. (laughs) Well, I think that's it. Do you have any last words of advice or anything you want to get off your chest? Any soapboxes you want to get off? (laughs) I just hope Finn sleeps for night soon. No, but really, I enjoyed being on here, so thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for letting me have you. Thanks for having me in your home to interview you. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Sid. Bye. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sydney. Um, Love her. and (laughs) (laughs) I have Sydney and Corey sitting next to me, and they're just watching me. Anyway, it was a great interview. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> this broadcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This podcast was brought to you by no one. Don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Probably will never get a sponsor. But it was produced ish by my sister Kelly. I'll leave us. Go Kelly. She helps with everything. Okay. Have a good week, guys. See you next week. See ya. Bye.